Today's episode is presented by Early Bird. Early Bird is the simplest way for parents, family, and friends to collectively invest in a child's financial future starting at the earliest age. Early Bird's mobile app empowers parents and families to start saving for their child's financial future in a matter of minutes while activating a child's broader community to gift contributions on birthdays, holidays, or any occasion. Look, it's hard to save money. Uh, it's something that uh, I wish sometimes I were I was better at, but have worked hard to get where I'm at now. Uh, obviously, want to set kids up better for the future, so saving early is super super important. We here at Films in Black and White are teaming up with Early Bird to give our listeners a free fifteen dollar investment to gift to a child you love. Simply go to the link in our show notes, download the app, and create an account today. Early Bird, build the nest and invest in the children you love. What's up, everybody? It is your boy, Doug Wagner, from Films in Black and White. You know, we love being an independent podcast and turning out high-quality content that you know and love week in and week out. There are, however, some costs associated with that particular content, and we are asking everybody, if you love the show or if you love independent podcasts, head over to patreon.com slash films in black and white and sign up for one of our tiers there. Each one of these tiers gets you access to some exclusive content such as our weekly live stream, video episodes of the show, early access to bonus episodes of the show, uh, and just so much more as we continue to grow and develop. So again, head over to patreon.com slash films in black and white, sign up there and help us keep this independent thing going for you all. Now, on with the show. All I'm saying is that one, I'm like, I was like one, two words off on a movie once, and I did not get the point. That's I just want to oh put that out there. Is this because I'm black? You may fire when ready. podcast to give you a fresh perspective on movies, comics, and pop culture. We aren't afraid to give you an honest take and won't pull any punches. This is Films in Black and White. Welcome to Films in Black and White, everybody. Are you all feeling? Uh, we are thrilled to be back with you on another uh another manic monday uh but we're here and happy to be with y'all i don't know that's the thing people uh, yeah. what? to be with you all um in case you haven't seen the video that's the intro to our live stream i think one of the best parts of that video is the evolution of brian's facial hair over the oh, course yeah. of a pandemic <laughs> because yeah. he goes from like I'm just trying to get by yep. to, well, stuff is opening back up. And again, I better clean, <laughs> better clean this better shave this off. He yeah. was the epitome of uh, of Cap with the beard. I remember oh, when Brian oh, took us 100%. on that journey. He was definitely Ooh. Cap with the beard. At late, late, like mid-November to like mid-December, it was just like, yeah. oh, I'm not, I'm not yeah. here to ask for forgiveness. <laughs> I'm not here to ask for permission. Let's just get this done. <laughs> That's, that's that's, that was how uh, Doug and I were. I was looking back at some of the old videos that we did, um, and <laughs> Doug and I beard. I look absolutely disgusting. What? Like no, as, as a big black man, part. once I get hairy, I start looking like a bear. So it's like I was just out <laughs> well, here pod- live streaming, I, podcasting. Like I was hey, just the finest thing walking. Well, hey, right. that's, that's not right. bad. 
No, no, it's not a bad thing. No, such encouraging people here. You know what I mean? Like, you gotta love the safe Look, space. We're all just trying to get through it. So that's just kind I of mean, where we're at. like yeah. hair was like at the bottom of my list of things because I also yeah, knew I looked true. like a hobo some days. Like if I didn't comb oh, my man. hair, it was like, sir, are you in the correct <laughs> video chat? Are you man. lost? Yeah. Ma'am, did this guy sneak into your house or does he live here? <laughs> Who's the guy eating the chipotle wings over there? Huh? Hey, hey, you you leave that alone. <laughs> out of this I would normally introduce both of you I want to try something new this week oh. how are you all feeling Marcus Brian how are you all feeling this week shrugging that shit away all right that's fine. listen Doug Wagner has the the has what I want to say the privilege of not being here in higher education when school starts <laughs> It's a pretty sweet gig. <laughs> and so this is the week that literally everybody moves back this weekend. Oh. And it's like a barrel of shit is on fire rolling down the hill. Oh, okay. Oh, yeah. yeah. Okay. Just e emotionally, not like everything's bad. It not just literally. feels like everything is just like, like we got to go get it. We got to go get it. We got to go yeah. get it. So what project is it? Can we finish it this week? Yeah. Because if we can't finish it this week, it's not going to happen. You said you need how many? You need 200 what? By when? Like right now? Oh, that, yeah. Okay. Fine. That's Oh, it's a president's initiative. Okay. Well, fuck. Yeah, I guess we got to do it then. <laughs> fuck. But yeah, that's basically how it is. If you're in education, just in any education, let me just say that sure. this this Very time of year is just it's like, well, I'll see you in September. There was another job I worked before this one in which we did two weeks of professional training. And if you're not in education, that means it was two weeks of us getting trained on the jobs we already did. And yep. then we had two weeks of Hold training on, in the student. There was a very important segment in there. Go ahead. Strengths quest that they probably made you do. Well, here's the thing. I actually love Strengths Quest. I also love Strengths Quest. Certified trainer. So, are you, Brian? Um, I am. Yes, I'm Gallup certified. That's a different air. podcast for you and I. To oh, it is. It day. is. But, uh, but yeah. And then it was two weeks of RA training, and then it was like, all right, it's moving, and you're like, I'm exhausted. <laughs> um, so, like. Better than that, it's just yeah, still true. a lot because I think Marcus said it best. Like everybody, everybody and their mother wants to do something. Like even primary school, my best friend Brian, he he has students coming Wednesday, and he's he's already tired and he hasn't even had students yet. So yeah, yeah it's yeah, it's right. time right now for those in education. And yeah. from talking to everybody across the country, it is not uncommon either because I've talked yeah. about to schools and just about every time zone for the past week. And <laughs> everybody is tired and, and needing a little bit of a break. So, yeah. Um, yeah. So shout out to y'all. If you work in education, shout out to y'all for oh, keeping this shit rolling because oh, somebody's got to do it. What are, how are you feeling? <laughs> yeah, Doug, tell us about you. Um, I'm feeling pretty good. Uh, my friend, my son told me shortly before this podcast that I'm mean to kids, <laughs> not to him specifically, but that I'm just mean to children. So I'm still processing that. I uh, don't know what I need to do with it, but and I don't know how we got there. But he he literally he literally looked at me and with like a with a smirk on his face, he goes, "Oh yeah, well you're mean to kids," and I was. Like, <laughs> What the fuck? <laughs> what the fuck? Yeah. Oh, like, like, wow. Well, how do you I'm even mean, reply? I don't even know how you I reply to that. Yeah. I did the parent switch on him. I said, I'm only mean to kids who don't listen. And I love uh, Oh. 
that, that's certain like, things. Like I, mean, I feel like he says to if he says to a cop, you're going to jail immediately, uh, and that's one yeah. of them. Dad's <laughs> mean the kids. My dad's mean the kids. What do you mean by that? He or that kids. one, or, or that one time where I felt like I was going to get arrested in the public school. <laughs> Holy that shit, is that the, the worst day ever. That is the funniest story ever. Now you so have real to quick, tell it. I'll tell this story so everybody can enjoy this story because this is quite the story. That was hilarious. So, um, <laughs> so um, I took my son to swimming lessons when he was two ish, two and a half. Um, took him to swim lessons. He did not want to get dressed for his swimming lesson so again everybody imagine a public pool. i know exactly where this is going imagine <laughs> a public pool imagine a public pool you're in the bathroom what is the bathroom really echoey because it's made of concrete there's no sound or insulation it's a in jail cell in, that, in there in it's the basically bathroom. a jail cell oh, um, where people shower um well they also shower in jail doug what did oh, you yeah. say anyway so i said to harrison oh it's not what i said brian it's what my son said. Oh, no. And so I start like taking his clothes off to get him dressed. And Harrison goes immediately at the top of his lungs because my son wants for nothing. He goes, no, 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 no. Daddy, don't do this. Daddy, don't do this. Daddy, don't do this. Daddy, don't do this. No, 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 no. And I... I was like, and then I'm, and then I'm like sitting here, like, do I like? I can't put my hand over his mouth in case somebody does come in, because that's not gonna like, that's not sketchy. Because a muffled "No, Daddy, don't do this" is a lot worse don't than a this, clear don't one. Don't do this! Don't do this! Daddy, don't! Daddy, don't! And I literally was like, "Fuck!" Like I was yeah. like, I literally said to myself quietly, "I was like, I'm going to jail. I'm going to jail today. <laughs> this is it. This, this is how it happened. They don't think it's my kid, and I'm gonna have some explaining to do." Hilarious. Then, how do you explain that to your lawyer? Through this, they sent an employee into the bathroom no. to do a, a walkthrough, and I there was like, go. "It's yeah. fine." He's mine. This is just who he is. Like, so, like all of us who worked in housing and higher ed, we all know what a random walkthrough oh, yeah. is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. The minute he strolled through, that was a something sounds suspicious. Go walk yeah. by. Like that's exactly how what many, that shit how many was. rounds of rock paper scissors do you think they did to determine who went in that bathroom? Oh, I think that that was a like. That hey, was a full uh, discussion. No, Which that, one that of was a, you need to get in there right now? <laughs> that, that, <laughs> Brian, Brian has it. That was a like you got to get in there now, like, like right now. You can't wait, um, gentlemen. We have a podcast to get to. Enough. I mean, Dad's oh, doing fun. Is that why we're we a whole podcast to get to? Yeah, we're going to talk about a movie. Yeah, we are. But first, we got to play. Catch that quotable, which Catch is quotable. our weekly movie quote quiz. Um, and in case you need an update on the standings, I here you do. Go. Brian, oh, hey, you are still in the lead with 11. Hey, look at Marcus that. is trailing just by one. And I am in the room, but dressed inappropriately with eight. So that is just <laughs> who we are. That's the analogy I'm going through. I like that. I like that. I like it. I'm just with it. It's a good way to look at it. Yeah. So, Listen, Brian, you are in charge of the scoreboard. So, yeah. Brian. Look, oh, what would you like to do? Marcus, why don't you kick us off tonight? Oh, oh nice, 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 nice. Here we go. All right, gentlemen. I went deep into my bag for this one. Oh. <clears throat> Arthur. Get it right away. Yeah. I wish you would do something about all these monkeys. I feel like Jane Goodall. Madam, I knew Jane Goodall, and you are no Jane Goodall. Once again, Arthur, I wish you would do something about all these monkeys. I feel like Jane Goodall. And <laughs> madam, I knew Jane Goodall, and you are no Jane Goodall. Marcus, is this George of the Jungle? 
It is Georgia the Jungle. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, first of all, did I use this before? I can't no, even remember. No, you didn't. But you, didn't tell, it, you did tell us that you were watching it. I so did, I was I like, did. huh, monkeys and weird, quippy one-liner that sounds like it was made by a digital, mo- like a man yeah. in a monkey suit. Yeah, it's yeah. Wow, you got it in one, man. Yeah, he did yeah. get it in one. Finally, he's goddamn. Wow. Yeah, I should did some. I thought I was in my bag. I was not in like, my bag. I was like, is this time travel? Like, <laughs> 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 <I> was so. <laughs> At least I had one person stump. I'm so you upset. You got me. I yes, think it would Joe, be. I'm Joe kind of like, I wish that's why I waited you for you to read it a second time. But Fuck. <laughs> there you go. Fuck. All right. All right, Marcus, who's just going next? Man, go Ryan. ahead, Doug. Go ahead, get down. Go ahead, Doug. Go ahead, get down. All right. Here we go. All right. I ran away with my life. I think that means something. That means something to me. I ran away with my life. I think that means something. That means something to me. Is this one person saying it? It is. That okay. is just a quote okay. from one person. Okay. 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 Oh, oh. Um, and they are describing to this person how much it means. Like, if I didn't do anything else, I took my life back. And that means know, something to me. That's right. Okay. What is the, is it sci-fi? Sounds like a rom-com. Brian, you got anything? I, I don't know. John Cusack's coming to me, but that doesn't help anything. Okay. Like, okay. I ran away with my life. Like, <laughs> the accent makes it so much better. <laughs> I ran away with my life. I ran away. Like, I don't know. I'm also trying to think. I'm like, is he is he trying to Nick Cage us again? Like, he could. He I did mention, like, I don't know. It could be. There is. What's the hint? The yeah. hint is Starfighter. I knew I could fucking Brian with that one. Excuse me, sir. Starfighter. All right. Look, I'm I'm gonna is this the last Starfighter? This is not the last Starfighter. There you go, Brian. Shit. Okay, it's not Star Wars. They would never say something this complex in the dialogue of Star Wars. (laughs) As a Star Wars fan, can confirm. This is (laughs) no, this is way too deep. It's yeah. Um, I took my life back, and that was something I want. What I'm thinking is God, what was that? There's two movies that come to mind, and I can't remember. There's three: Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy. Then okay. there is, um, God, what is the other one? It's a funny alien Star Troopers. Okay, I'm also thinking Star Troopers. And then the third one, I'm thinking, which all three of these are probably wrong. Uh, I took my. Can you read the line again? I will read it one last with time. conviction. With conviction, yes. Okay, I ran away with my life. I think that means something. That means something to me. I don't know. Um, Prometheus. <laughs> that is incorrect. Gentlemen, this is Solo, a Star Wars story. Holy oh bucket. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. That is the movie I've and seen the, the fact, least amount of times of the Star the Wars movie. Both of you are like, this isn't a Star Wars movie. <laughs> this is too deep for Ron a Star Howard Wars movie. We're so sorry. <laughs> Technically, it's like a sea canon Star Wars movie. Right? I mean, it's a Star Wars story. Yeah, it's not. But... It's not like in the main line of things. Where Rogue One is like the high achieving <laughs> oldest child, Solo is like the middle child who's just like, "What are you doing?" And he's and he's just like, "I don't know. I collect baseball cards." 
Rogue One is like summa cum laude. They're going to get a high profile job at the lawyer firm. And then it's like, Solo, what have you been up to? And they're like, well, I'm a plumber. You know, I, I am apprenticing plumbing, but I like collecting rocks at, at only one beach. You know, it's yeah. just like, oh, good for Yo, you. What is wrong? What is what? Is, I like the so I like Solo. The second act of Solo is incredible. The rest of it, I, yes, I have a tough I, time absolutely, with. I absolutely do agree. I do think that the second half of that movie uh well i like solo i thought it was a fun movie Whatever. all right yeah. all right well Brian. let's take us home let's see here we got the quote is you are an incredibly impressive young woman there's not a single person on earth i'd rather kill people with oh fuck you are an incredibly impressive young woman there's not a single person on earth i'd rather kill people with that's interesting. Okay, that is interesting. really interesting. That's a really interesting line, and I feel like I know it. Maybe you do, Brian. Hello. This, <laughs> this, um, give me a time period for this movie. I mean, that could be your hint. Are we thinking? Uh, are we That's thinking? Fine. Uh, I'll take thinking, No, no, no. I want whatever hint Brian's got, but okay. I want to know: is this an oldie or a newie? That's all you gotta say. Like new, I guess, like before I don't know. Like 2000s and forward is a newie. It's so 19... past 20 years. Yes. You heard it there first here, people. Go <laughs> see your newie. newie now in theaters. Well, if they can um, call us millennials and Gen Xs, I can say fucking newie. Okay. It takes place after 2000. Okay. Cool, thank okay. you. That's okay. All right, this is what I'm. Can you read the line again? Because I forgot it. Sure. Like, you are an incredibly impressive young woman. There's not a single person on earth I'd rather kill people with. Okay, incredible young woman. I'd rather kill people with. Okay. Um, this is either a woman talking to another young woman. Okay. Okay. Or it's a man talking to a young apprentice. But I do think that this is an older woman talking to a younger woman who's good at what she does. Okay. Okay. That's where I'm at. Doug? Yeah, that's kind of the vibe I've got. Um, are we getting another hint, or was that it? I mean, my my planned hint for you, for you all, was, uh, well, now that's, now I gave you the time period on top of that's it. That's fine. That's fine. I just want to know, what's the It's whatever here? makes it fair. Don't give us the hint. If you don't feel like that's fair, then no, don't. That's all right. Do it. That's all right. Um, your your look your your hint is going to be this movie is sweet. It's sweet, sweet, uh, sweet Caroline. <laughs> <laughs> um, here's here's my guess. Sweet. I'm not entirely sure what it is. Um, I'm going to go with. Is this a Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy, Brian? It is not. I did. I, I wasn't sure. Okay, here's what I'm thinking. This is a new, new, newy. Okay, it's a new, new, um, newy. I think it's a new, new, newy. And what newie. is that movie about? The young lady who goes on killing. Is it something about butterscotch? Or it's like um, soda, soda time. <laughs> it's like you know which movie I'm talking about. Lemon drop. Do you know which movie I'm talking about, Brian? I think it's on Netflix, and I think she's. <laughs> <laughs> I think it's between Newing and like butterscotch Netflix. I'm just like, it, I don't know. That might be a movie. 
It's, it's something about a. I thought it was had something to do with you in there. I don't know. Listen, wait. Okay, wait, 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 wait. There's so many words it's in a, orbit right now. I do. I do think it's a movie about. <laughs> it is. It is. What's the? It's. It's about. It's. It's something sweet. The title has something sweet in it, and she's weird. a killer. Is that right? Is that the title's got something oh, no. sweet in it, and she's a killer. Oh, just, is that correct? But I can't remember the name, Brian. If you say the name, and I am, and this is Scout's honor, and I think that that's the right movie that I thought it was. Can I get? The point? I mean, that's up to Doug. No. I don't know. I, no. I get the, you don't know the movie. You don't get the it's point. A, it's a newer movie, and it's you, something. You gotta guess, man. It's new with about, butterscotch on top. It's a new movie, and it's like something cream soda or some shit like that. It's something sweet in the title, and I can't remember what the fuck it is. Somebody's got to give me credit for this. Somebody's got to give me partial credit. I will give you, like, I'll give you participation points. But those aren't worth shit. <laughs> oh so we need okay. to start keeping track. What is the what's the title? What is it, Brian? I don't not give up. You're right, Marcus. Gunpowder <laughs> milkshake. That's exactly what I thought it was. That's exactly what I thought it was. <laughs> That's exactly. I have oh. to get the point for that. I mean, that's I, up to Doug. That is I totally have to up get the to point Doug. for that. I was in the vic- I wait, was that was you, okay. you were like not wait, 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 wait. Brian, is that movie on Netflix? Mm-hmm. It is. A, I it's got a Netflix it. exclusive. You didn't know the name. I didn't know that. We talked about it on okay. here. Here's what that's I'm gonna a point. I'm gonna let our listeners decide. That's so a point. If Nobody you, even they don't even be commenting on shit when we ask them to comment or subscribe well, to the Patreon. You, you better get somebody to comment you this week. Get somebody, this, you better get somebody this, to comment if this you want is that the time I need y'all to hop in the comment. Right. Yo, I deserve a point for that. I was right in the vicinity. Uh, I was mom, right there. If you're listening, I know sometimes you listen. Like just drop drop a comment on the Maggie, Facebook. Brittany, I know you're on can Facebook. anybody help me, please? <laughs> yeah. So we'll find out next week whether or not you get the point. Because I'm leaving it up to the oh, listeners. Well, the yeah, that's fine. I'm tied up with Brian. I described it to a T. It was something sweet what? in the title. You didn't Netflix. say the title. It was that's on Netflix. Title? I had it. And the, I had the plot. The plot of it was. I'm with He's breaking up. Brian. He's so hard. Brian, was I also right about the conversation with an older woman? Oh, it yeah. was her it's mom, absolutely, right? Absolutely. It is, it is Lena Hetty talking to Karen Gillan. Yeah, oh, you, you nailed it. it. It is Queen like, Cersei talking to Amy Pond. Yes. You've made a fantastic case to our listeners as to whether or not you should get that point or not. I hate it here. <laughs> All I'm saying is that one, I'm like, I was like one, two words off on a movie once, and I did not get the point. That's I just want to put that out there. Is this because I'm black? No, it's not. <laughs> That's all I need to know. When you said, when you said butterscotch soda, I lost it. I was, like, it was a soda. I knew it was. It was something sweet, and I did not remember what the fuck it, it was like. Oh, I'm I like, mean, there's a foot in there. It's a boot. Look, D- Doug has already said. Doug, Doug was the tiebreaker here, so I'm. Yep, I'm gonna follow his lead on this. I, butterscotch soda, though, is now I'm making me laugh this. and also, bringing I me like joy. Go to your local uh, theaters. See the newest, newest, newest butterscotch soda. It was a, I was right. It was a new, new, newy. It was on Netflix. It was a sweet in the title. They be killing. I had everything down. Well, you know, they, they, there you have it, ladies and gentlemen. Butterscotch soda. Butterscotch soda. Uh, enjoy. It goes down smooth. That's the sequel. That's the. That's a great sequel. Yeah. 
starring Marcus. Desk oh my god. <laughs> god damn. Anyway, um, that was catch that quotable. Uh, yes, it the, was. I have inched myself one step closer, and to be honest, I too have also inched myself one I mean, step closer. Depending on how the audience <laughs> is uh, next week, we'll it. find out if we're we'll tied up. Out. We will find out. So, um, gentlemen, we have a movie to get to. We yeah. do. And this week for the podcast, we saw the movie Free Guy. Yeah, we did. Starring uh, Ryan, Ren- Ryan, Ryan, wow. <laughs> okay. Ryan Reynolds. Ryan um, Reynolds. And it was in theaters and only in theaters. So this was the first one where you couldn't get it also uh, in both places. Um, but we need to make sure that everybody gets up to speed with a general synopsis of this. And so I would love for Brian Roush to give our barbershop synopsis. Yeah, today. Brian, you give really? it. Yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. really? Take it away. Yeah. Hell yeah, Brian. Take it away. Okay. All right. Don't forget to start. Don't forget to start with what had happened with us. We don't talk a lot in great clips, so this might be hard for us. <laughs> That's true. That is true. But I found oh, a good stylist. We don't I found talk a, a lot. good. Like once you find a good stylist, like guys, like gentlemen, like get a stylist. Don't go to great clips or sports clips. Like get a stylist who knows yeah. your hair. I and remember you yourself. Though I remember going to like a little sports shop and like the, the, <laughs> the person coming and trying to cut my black ass hair with scissors. And that's mm. just that's just they well, came in. That's how they started. <clears throat> I was like, that's not going to get it. That's in. yeah. That that's this <laughs> will not have a happy <laughs> ending. Yes. Okay, barbershop. I was. I, I'm barbershop totally summary. doing this on the fly, ladies that's and gents. Here we part. go. Yeah, yeah. All right. So this movie, it's 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 a video game. The entire movie is taking place in a video game. You got Ryan Reynolds. He's guy. He's a generic guy. That's all you need to know. Mm-hmm. And it's all in a video game. It's just it, it it. He's going about his life in a video game. He's a bank teller. The bank gets robbed all the time. All of a sudden, though, Ryan Reynolds guy starts to think, what if there's more? And he sees a woman who just steals his little digital heart. And then the movie cuts out to our world, the real world. And you have these two characters. Can't remember their names right now, but Doesn't I matter. will find them. Great. Doesn't cool. Matter. You got Nobody. guy and lady. That's, that's all you guy need to know. Lady. You got guy and lady. Perfect. Yeah. Guy Not works sure. for the big game company. He he seems like a tortured soul. You don't really know why. Lady is an independent like game developer, and she's in the game for some reason. You're trying to figure out why. There's kind of a mystery, kind of not. You'll see it coming like a mile away. In any case, Guy is absolutely in love. He's trying to find Lady, who also has an avatar in the game, and she's trying to find something. He tries to tag along with her. What I'll say is a series of events leads us to find out that guy is an AI that is fully aware of himself and he has feelings and he's a personality and the rest of the movie kind of follows this plot line of, well, how do we, how do we work with guy, a fully functional AI? And the main antagonist is techie tight. Oh my gosh. Uh, It's Quark. Take it. Watiki. Who, I have thoughts about uh, in this role, but essentially he plays like the big bad game developer. Like he's supposed to be Activision Blizzard, just a total jerk hole, only mm-hmm. out for money. And they're going to make a sequel to the WB. game that Guy is in, essentially. And so they're going to wipe everything away. So Guy, they're going to kill him because essentially he's a fully functional AI. So the rest of the movie is about trying to stop that from happening while also trying to find out about this world beyond the world. And that that is essentially that's essentially the movie in a nutshell. I, I feel like those are the main beats. 
You know what, Brian? That was great, Brian. You that was are now going to have to be a daily, a weekly insert into the barbershop summary. Start, we might have to start having you on the side as a sub. Hey. a great job. Yeah, for sure. Go. I'm, I'm, happy, I'm happy to sub in for the barbershop. I'm, I'm always happy to do job. that. Um, <laughs> oh, not at all. Because <laughs> that was that was the Brian Roush version of like guy and lady and guy and lady do this. That's I fine. mean, that was a very Brian Roush. You know what's interesting? Her name is Maltov Girl. Mm-hmm. In the credits, Thank so you. I can understand why it's hard to remember. Um, well, Jody Jody Corner is the actress's real she's name. She's got two names in this. Yeah, she does. Yeah. Isn't it a Pokemon? Yeah. Is it Pokemon? No, 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 no. What's the other name? Uh, uh, talking about uh, God. What was her real life name? Millie. Uh, Millie. It was Millie. Yeah, it was Millie. Oh, Millie. Yeah. Millie. Yep. Millie, a Maltov girl, was her uh, her thing. Yeah. Yeah. So here yeah. we go. That was this it? is the cast, so it's a great chance, a great segue into the cast. So Ryan Reynolds plays uh, Guy, uh, Jody Comer plays Millie or uh, Molotov Girl, uh, Taika Waititi, uh, Mister Thruple himself plays Antoine. Lil Rel Howery is stars in this as Guy's friend Buddy. Um, Joe Keery from um, from Stranger Things is in this as Keys. That's um, who that is. God damn it! Yeah. I was like, yo, who is this yeah. guy with the semi big head? That yeah. I just can't remember who what he was. For. Okay, yep, that makes sense. Yep, that and sense. so uh, and also uh, Channing Tatum has a uh, cameo in this as well as another um, characters, another real life persons. Um, avatar in the game, so that's yeah. kind of where we're oh, at. Oh, yeah, as a update on box office numbers because hmm. it's relevant to our interests. Um, it, this movie did better than expected at the box office. Um, yeah, it, it, to- it took in 28.4 million dollars at the North American box office and made 50.9 million dollars worldwide. Uh, this is a surprise because most people thought that it was only going to bring in about $20 million at the box mm. office in the North America. So it exceeded expectations and was a little bit of a nice, happy surprise for um, Disney's 20th Century Fox Studios. So And also uh, <laughs> also immediately got the sequel. Oh, the yeah. Did they really? Yeah. Brian, Ryan Reynolds announced it in a tweet how it was an original IP you know, Disney's requesting basically a sequel for like this original IP. It was something about it being ironic or irony or something like right. that. Right. So, sure. Yeah. <clears throat> um, but gentlemen, we got to start somewhere. Oh, it's also really important for people to know the stakes of this. So Bri- Marcus and I saw this in the theater mm-hmm. and Brian also saw this in a theater. I, uh, can I say it? I'll say it. Here we go. Listen, yeah, you please. I want everyone a, to understand the stakes. Here's the thing. Marcus I am strictly going to be a clean slate for this movie. I'm going to tell yeah. you my thoughts on it, yeah. but I it. am not really flowing either way. I'm just going to be a spoiler. Like, this is, the, this is how I'm feeling, right? It is up to these two gentlemen to kind of make the decision on, like, where I fall with this, um, oh with this movie. Yeah. Um, and so, let me, I'll tell you why. I have never left a movie or fa- I've fallen asleep on one movie. Um, I left this movie to take a shit. It did. did. Right in the middle of it. Doug was right there. It wasn't the middle. It was like closer to the end middle. Yeah. Yeah. And so, but it was a shit that I didn't have to go take, but I decided to, once I found out that there was more plot in this two hour movie (laughs) and I just, I was just like, you know what? Fuck it. And I went to go take a shit. So with that being said, I will give you my thoughts, but at the end of this, it will determine where I fall with this movie. 
There you go. That's the best way. I like it. So I will uh, so playing the role of your uh, little devil on your shoulder. Uh, that would be me. Um, but Brian and everybody else, uh, what did y'all like about this particular movie? Brian? I mean, I, I'll start us off. Look, I'm the positive Pete here, okay? I, I, the things I liked about this movie was the fact that, it, one, it was original. It, yeah. This is an original That's movie. True. This is not a franchise or anything. Um, and in a summer that feels like, I don't know if people remember the summer in particular, but like there was a summer where the only original movie was Pacific Rim. That was yeah. it. Yeah. Everything else, yeah. every other weekend was quite literally like a sequel or a spinoff. Yeah. Yep. And it was like, okay, yeah, this is like the, the original movie I'm going to see this summer. So that's kind of how Free Guy felt a little bit. Like I know the Suicide Squad, technically its own thing, but it's a sequel in the DC universe, so to speak. Um, so I was excited for that. I love video games and I loved all the video game homages. And I loved that this, oh my gosh, Ready Player One and Space Jam can learn from this movie you because like there are video game references in here but mm -hmm. you have to know them like mm -hmm. the tank that's rolling down oh by the way we're gonna get into all the spoilers here folks so yeah. if you haven't seen free guy stop <laughs> listening and if you don't want yep. spoilers if you don't care about spoilers i'm gonna tell them all to you right now um but there's a like a scorpion tank from halo just rolling down yep. the street and i was like oh hey that's nice. Like hmm. it was enjoyable. It wasn't like a centerpiece for in like Ready Player One. It was like, hey, Master Chief is here. Do you see him? Do you see him? Good. Next IP. That's true. Like yeah. it was just, it. I don't know. That was refreshing. That's it wasn't. It, it wasn't super in your face. And then when they did do the fan servicey stuff, it felt very well earned. And that's one of the things I really enjoyed about it. Um, and I just, I, I enjoyed the story overall, but I, honestly, I just loved Ryan Reynolds. Like the mm. man is incredibly charming and can sell anything like yeah. this guy, yeah. man, he is one of the most charming people on the planet. Like, I, I mean, just, he sold every line. He was so wholesome. Like I, I, everything was just like, ah, uh. like any line he yep. had, even if it was sad, it was just like, oh. Yeah. Yeah. You, you're trying your best like bless you <laughs> um like that was the vibe from the entire <laughs> movie and that that was nice that that was nice that also like i also feel like there's this weird genre emerging of like wholesome trying to do well white guy but like we'll get into that later because like i feel like ted lasso is trying to do some of that too mm. um but like careful man Oh, I'm not saying anything bad about it. I'm just saying, like, it feels like there's this like thing happening, and it's I've seen it in more than one like oh, sure yeah, thing. Yeah, I feel. Um, yeah. so I just want to call that out, but like, I don't feel like it 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 was bad or anything. I was just like, you're trying your best, Ryan Reynolds. Yeah, like, that's yeah. great. Um, but I think those are like those are like the the two main things. Like, I think it was appropriate service of like all the video game elements in it. And mm -hmm. it was just, it was an easy story. Like I didn't go in expecting anything mind blowing. I just wanted something enjoyable. So that, and that was accomplished. That's fair. Yeah. Entirely fair. Um, for me, I appreciated, um, in addition to the things that like Brian mentioned, um, I do appreciate the level of like energy that all of the actors in this brought. Like, I don't think, yeah. I think a lot of them put this movie on their back and tried to get it to the finish line. And it definitely shows how hard they worked for it. I mean, um, the gentleman who plays keys does an outstanding job. And for 
being a pseudo like main protagonist in this like and that's the thing that i think is funky about this is he's kind of <clears throat> sort of like one of the lead protagonists in this um but he also is in the background at the same time so he's got this kind of like odd role is how i would describe it um but i thought he did an outstanding job i mean in addition to directing taika watiti does an out and thrupling taika watiti does an outstanding job he thruples, here um he Let's, I'm going to come back to that later. I, I enjoyed his portrayal. I did. At first, I enjoyed it. Towards the end, I found it a little obnoxious, but we can come back to that later. But um, he was, I thought he did a good job. Um, I thought the actress who played Millie did a good job. So just all oh around, gosh. I think. Jody Comer, she's incredible. Yes. So I think she's, the cast did a good job. And I enjoyed does. the castings. Um, and she and she's from movie. Killing Eve, by the way. If you're like, I can't place this face. Oh, sure. she's from Killing Eve. Okay, I I recognized her from somewhere. I have not seen Killing Eve, but I okay. definitely felt like for the majority of this, I was like, okay, all right. Um, <laughs> yeah, she's won an Emmy. Like she's yeah, she's great. Familiar. Um, and then mm. I also enjoyed, like Brian mentioned, like I'm not a huge gamer, but I did pick up on the video game like elements here that I thought were fun. Like you never really see video game movies typically are either like ready player one. Yes. Like this, or they are like, have you seen super Mario brothers? <laughs> like you, this is what it would be like if they were in real life. And you're like, Oh fuck, this is awful. Like, I don't want this at all. And like <laughs> this super Mario it. brothers movie. So by the way, it. if you join our Patreon at, at the, I believe it's like the third tier, please correct me if I'm wrong. It doesn't matter. We are like you join at the Patreon tier at the correct one. You can tell us what movie to review oh, and we will do the super Mario brothers Dear movie. God, we will commit time and talk about this. Yes. So if that's something you want, join our patreon i almost secretly want that to be the one um <laughs> but that's but that's the interesting thing right like i think this is a movie that said what if this is about video games but it's not it, it's not this it's similar to ready player one but it's also very different because it's like all of those things that you like about gta it's like but what if you followed the character around like you followed one of those side characters around um and you well, kind of got to see them interact with everything, which I think is neat. Like, I don't, I don't, yeah. I think the originality of that is neat um, and well executed. Um, I have some different that will feel <laughs> nitpicky issues with this. Um, also, it's going to seem like I'm on a crusade against love stories. So I just want to put that out there before. Interesting. It's interesting. really interesting. It's interesting you said that. Why not? That's okay. Oh, uh, yeah. It's a hell of a warming, a hell of a comedy. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. I want everybody to have that going into this. What, I... what, what, Marcus, what's going on, man? Talk to me. <laughs> what's okay. going on? I care about you. He's trying to give you the, the butterscotch soda. He's being all sweet over there. Marcus Sir, is ready to give me that butterscotch you. soda. Because I, I should have got that point. But butterscotch, I should have gave that. Actually, that sounds pretty sexy. I'm going to say that. Butterscotch. Girl, let me eat this know. butterscotch soda. What does that oh, even sound like? Sweet and sticky. Wait, what? Uh, so <laughs> okay, here's where I'm at. Uh, for things that I like, uh, I obviously enjoy Ryan Reynolds. He could sell piss to a toilet seat, like that's, <laughs> that's like true. you know what I mean. Like it's got to go there anyway. But when Ryan Reynolds say, "You like, man, like I should have did this a long time ago," you know what yeah. I mean? Like, it's like yeah. that's how that's like Brian is absolutely right. He's super charming. Um, Ready Player One set the tone for movies like this, in my opinion. Because of the way that I feel like Ready Player One yeah. 
was the um, it was like a snowball effect after that of how to do it in this manner, how to bring the real world to video gaming yeah. without it seeming like a thing that is like, man, that's not realistic or it's unfathomable. Like it's like Ready Player One did the most dramatic shit ever that allows Space Jam to be what it is, that allows Free Guy to be what this is, and like sure. so on and so forth. In my opinion. No, I think and, you have a point of like the effects of like merging yes, the, the merging looks. real life yes. and the interface. I think you yes have a point. Yes. Just just strictly just based off of the effects and how it looks, right? For sure. So because of that, I enjoyed the way that this world was created. You put the shades on, you see this thing, you take the shades off, you see this thing. I like the the storyline was simple, okay? I have poor the much they how much they try to go to like a a plot b plot like i have some quarrel with the storyline a little bit but oh, um, one part it, i it, i thought was egregious go ahead it, oh i'm pretty sure we're probably going to hit the same thing okay. but as far as what i like i like ryan reynolds i like this idea of oh those are people with the shades you don't do that i like the idea of this it's an original yeah. idea yeah, i like this that this is guy this is what he does he's a bank teller this is what he feels and the basis of guy and how he's feeling this stuff, the storyline behind that made sense to me. Hey, we developed this world where this AI was like, you know, had feelings or it's this world where it develops on its own and you watch it. Cool. And then um, Ryan Reynolds is part of that character, that base of the, or like that, whatever that is now injected into this video game. I like how they explain that. So yeah. for me, yeah. That is what I enjoy. I am not a video gamer. I was telling Doug before no. we got started. I'll do Arkham Knight. I'll do the Batman games. I'll oh, do the, so you know, good. I'm not even good at shooter games or anything oh. like that. Like I was doing, you know, Brian had brought up on his TikTok. Um, it was it was Star Wars. Oh, my Commanders. gosh. Rebel Commander. Clone Wars. Rogue the Leader. Clone, yes, that one. It was I rem I had that on my Xbox and it was a game I played all the time. You know, like when you got it was it was also a demo I used to play all the time. When you got to a certain point in the demo, you used yep. to be able to become Obi Wan, and so like <laughs> then you would go around and then yeah. you would like uh you know chop them up, beat them oh, up. Oh yeah, you slice and dice. Yeah, for sure. And that was like the best part. I played those games. Yeah, games sir. got really difficult at a certain point where like RPGs and Final Fantasy, oh. I was never good at those. Like Kingdom oh, Hearts, sure. I kind of teetered on, oh, but yeah. it was just, I, I was never, I never picked up on that. Once I Madden started getting so advanced where people were sweating, I was like, all right, man, I, <laughs> I, think, I, I think I need to get out of here. Bring back NFL that, Blitz. Yeah, yeah, like the old oh, school game. Yeah, like that was good. Blitz. Yeah. So for oh, me, I enjoyed yeah. all this video game stuff. Um, I did not notice all the little things like Brian's talking about at all. <laughs> so maybe that's why I just <laughs> I missed I, half the movie because half the movie was that. I saw Cap right. Shield and I was like, that's Captain America Shield. And oh, oh my gosh. Oh, yes. Yeah. Um, I will also say this <sighs> as far as like video game stuff. I've I'll I've played video games and I'll play every now and again. But I've never gotten any type of enjoyment since Halo. I will say that mm. since Halo, Halo's good too. I, I have not really gotten a ton of enjoyment from the latest iteration of like multiplayer games. Okay. Like I... Fortnite is just not my shtick. I don't give a shit. It sounds overtly complicated for someone who just likes to sit down and play for a little bit. Um, Makes a so, lot of money though. God damn it. Yo, absolutely. Well, um, and I, oh, go ahead. Good. No, Brent, go ahead. You're good. Well, and I think I think you bring up a good point. Like this game that they're talking about, it's not 
I don't know the right way to say it, but yeah, if you haven't been plugged into video games for like the past five ish years, this probably looks completely foreign to you. Like you might yeah. be like, Oh, this kind of looks like grand theft auto, but like, yeah, so many games. And this is the part where you're going to be like, yeah, he used to write about video games. Like the, like it, the industry has moved so much more to like games as a, like here's this open world and you just keep going back there and doing different stuff in it. Cause we want to sell you more stuff. Mm -hmm, right. And that's what this game was it wasn't like an arkham knight it wasn't yeah. like a racing game or like an art like there was maybe rpg elements to it but it was very much like what if like fortnite and gta had a baby and this yeah. is it yeah. um and so if you if, if you don't know that's the direction games have gone or that's like the most popular games i definitely feel like your enjoyment is correlated with it because yeah, like yeah. I was able to pick up on that stuff of like, oh, this is supposed to be like the quote unquote game everybody plays. Mm -hmm. And, you know, you're just going around doing stuff. There's no story, right? Like, because right. when I talk to somebody else about this, I'm like, oh, well, what game is it based on? I'm like, oh, it's not based on a game. It's, it's like open world. And they're like, I don't know what that means. You know, yeah. and you're like, okay, yeah. never mind. So I think you, I think you bring up a good point. Like, if you're not familiar with that change in games, like it might affect your enjoyment mm -hmm. of the movie. Right. Yeah. And that's I think that's a great point to make, Brian, because I I definitely had I don't want to say a harder time because I definitely right. noticed like the Halo tank in it. And I noticed some of those things. Right. Um, But I also feel like and this is maybe to the movie's credit. It's centered in a video game, but I right. didn't feel like there were video game components of this that were required for me to understand the no. story mm -hmm. minus no. the leveling up piece. But mm -hmm. to be honest with you. That seemed like a, we need to get from point A to point B and we don't have a way to connect those things. Yeah. Oh, just make him a lower level and he has to level up. Oh, yep. okay. Fuck. Or yep. otherwise this movie's an hour and a half. Yeah. Like, yeah, I, I, yeah. I that definitely is, is the Which, angle that I would have been okay. I just want to say that. I would have been okay. Yeah. But that definitely feels like a, there's no entry point. I mean, they don't even like try to go into the like, you know, Ryan Reynolds incredulously says, like, why do you keep reaching back here? Like to talk about pulling things out of what would be someone's like backpack yeah. or whatever they're carrying on them. Yeah. But there's nothing else that's required for me to understand to be like, wait, what? Like it's pretty yeah. simple and easy to comprehend. So I think that that's something to their credit. I mean, they they took something and made it complex enough for it to be enjoyable, but not so vo so overly complex that it was a like you're not going to get this. I, yeah. And I think the other thing I need to say too, before I like, cause I'm kind of getting the vibe. We're ready to talk about kind of some of the things that we weren't so sure about is like, I enjoyed that this movie, it, it does have a love story, but not like, not really in my opinion, like it's almost a fake out love story to, to its credit. It's because the point I'm trying to make is that the movie it's ends with, story. Uh, Ryan Reynolds and Lil Rel, uh, buddy and guy. Like yep. it ends with the two of them, like being like, "Oh, you're alive! Oh, you're alive! That's awesome! We're gonna go explore this world together." And I was yeah. like, "That's the ending! Like that's the ending I like. That is yes. the ending I that resonates really? with me because yeah, because like I feel like a lot of the time we have this really cookie cutter love story." And that's I'm good. Like I don't know if it's because I'm just not the target demographic, maybe. If maybe that would be different, but like, I, I don't know. I'm not the target demographic for whatever reason. I love that the movie ended with guy and buddy being like, yeah, we're going to go on adventures and we're going to be friends and it's going to be rad as hell. And I was like, that's awesome. Like, I love that because yeah. they've been through so much together 
and they've done all these things and they like i don't know that really resonated with me i didn't need the love story it was mm -hmm. it was fine it just felt like they put so many eggs in different baskets that they just had to kind of hurry up and finish everything, even though this movie's already like two hours. But in any case, that closure really resonated with me. I really liked Ryan Reynolds and Lil Rel running off into their fantasy land. I think that the I think that their execution of the love story was bad. But I do I do like mm -hmm. the I do like the story of Millie. I do mm -hmm. like the parallels of two different types of love yes. and relationships, right? Oh, I yes. like the idea of the real world, Millie and Key, and then yeah. I like Buddy and Guy because it shows two different things of like what you can do with emotions and feelings in two different types of relationships, right? Yeah. But what I feel like should have been the core, like what pissed me off closer to the end was Millie not understanding that Key wrote. Basically, that AI exists okay. because of Key having feelings for her. And they so, missed that whole thing and tried to jam it into okay. the last ten minutes of the film. So, yeah, go ahead, Brad. Go, no, go ahead, Doug, because I'm gonna. He go, I'm gonna go on said it like he fucking he said, said it. it like he halfway said it twice. in the movie. He would. They Thank were, you. Like, having he said this it twice. Conversation, and I was like, <laughs> "What? Are you not listening? Like, yeah. what is happening here? Yeah. Like, okay, could, this is bot. Like, this was stupid. Like, it just made me mad. It like, pissed I me love story questioned me my sanity a little bit." when that part happened because i was like she already knows this she, like, she, she knows this. this like she knows she's the girl right like we she already know to. this information he said i based it off of the person i was sitting next to i had to base the i had to base like the algorithm or the book or the coding off of somebody and i based it off of you this right. person who is so familiar with video games and went into a smart, game clearly. and was like, wow, bubblegum ice cream. I love that. Oh, is that a swing? I love that too. God damn, really is these views like to just me? This shit is like it's everything that I love. What is the coincidence here? And like fell in love with a character and kissed him instead of being like, oh, wait a minute. Key paid attention to me. And like you could have cut 30 minutes of the film because you yeah. went back to watch a video to watch yeah. him say, Hey, I wrote this after you because I'm an artist. And did I was like, Oh, so you ignored him. He doesn't deserve you. That's a red flag. Fuck you. It it, it felt like yeah. it felt like they didn't want to go back and do reshoots for like mm -hmm. something else. Yes. And they're like, yeah. you know what? We we have this clip. Yeah. We can just do that again and we can yeah. go home for dinner. And they're like, Yeah, let's do that. All right, we're done. Like that's what it felt really like. Complete. Missed opportunity. And it feels like, and this is my first critique of this, is that it feels like, and it's it's centraled around that love story because that love story frustrated me so much. <laughs> yeah. Because there could have been something really deep in there. Mm -hmm. Like there could have been some like a connection in there. But there's several things that I think that stemmed from that love story that never got flushed out. And it yeah. seems like that it was like they were going through script cuts and they said, yep. we need to cut 100%. some things, but they didn't go back to check it. Mm -hmm. And that's my critique. Yes. Is that this movie yes. has too much fucking going on yeah. for what is supposed to be a fun joyride. I Not agree. to say it wasn't a fun joyride. It just has too much shit going on. And my best example of the like whole reshoot thing is why did Millie show up in the server room? That yeah. that was also yeah. bizarre. It well, feels like it feels like it should have been Keys versus Antoine. Yeah, he, Antoine knocks Keys out. Millie shows up. Yeah, they cut the rest of it, and that's what blows my mind. It, it, that definitely felt forced. It definitely felt like, oh, we need to get her here. So right. let's have Steve Trevor text her. Or, MB, sorry, MB. Whatever his name is, Keys. Sorry. 
And the yeah, agreement that they thing. made, like the agreement that they made, Millie makes at the end of the movie with him is like, yeah. it's crazy to me, but okay, I get it. You just want your property back, but like, okay, whatever. But also this idea that, oh my God. Okay. This idea that Millie goes this whole time. She wants one thing. Okay. She won't. Okay. Oh, this is what I was going to say. Sorry. I lost my train of thought, but I got it. It's okay. You started this movie with Guy falling in love with Millie. Mm-hmm. Right. And yes. he was like, that was the thing that woke up his synopsis and woke up like mm-hmm. all of these feelings, synapses, I'm sorry. Um, and, and like woke up all of these feelings inside of him. And then that becomes a non-existent. So like his first interaction, here's how I'm, I'm perceiving the movie. Okay. His first interaction is finding this beautiful woman who just mm-hmm. seems different. Okay. I get it. The coding matched up. He found the person he was looking for. It was key finding Millie. Right. The rest of the movie is, is not that. It's like the right. movie ends with him not in love anymore or like right. love is transitioning to something else. Like it just feels like it kind of just falls off. Like, well, okay, so what does he do with these feelings then? Because his, the thing that woke him up was a woman that he, you know, whatever, whatever, whatever. And then the end of the movie ends with he doesn't really have a partner or anything. Like, I guess love is love. Is that the end? Like, what is no, the story? That we're that we're eventually well, going to transcend love and we'll just no longer need it. A few uh, evolutionary yeah. cycles from here. Is yeah, we're going to grow out of it. Okay. Okay. I, I look forward I had to, to that bu- day. I, Yeah, I had to just jumble through that whole well, thought process, but my, that was what I was thinking. My interpretation was that, like, once Guy is aware that he is an AI... And then he understands that he was coded to love her, like to be awakened by Millie. Mm-hmm. I feel like what I took from like the way I made sense of it, I was like, oh, like they're telling me that the AI can learn and it can evolve. He understands what's happening and he's literally evolved. Oh, the only way I'm like this is okay, I want to be something else. And that's how I interpreted it. I don't think that was communicated. I don't think that was clear. I got to that on my own, but there wasn't anything in the movie to get there, except for like, I want to say like two, three lines of dialogue of guy being like, Hey, like I was programmed to like you. And I don't know about that. And it was just like, and we're done. Like it didn't really expand on it. They just kind of, they just cut it off. And that's also how the movie was promoted. And I guess that that's my thing is like, okay, kind of like frozen i guess you know you kind of want to do the oh they're gonna get married and this is a movie about a princess and a you know like but then frozen was like gotcha motherfucker no it's not it's really about (laughs) sisters in love yes which is which is which is fine i okay i get it but it's what like doug said it's too much shit going on at once i gotta Mm -hmm. think about millie and key tita wakiti and and then i gotta think about buddy and guy and then guy and mazel tov and then like it's like too many people at once and you got to think about the like the other like like c- like customer person, the customer complaint right. person who worked with Key, and like what is yeah. his role and what is his fucking story? Mm-hmm. And it was like I get it. Like I don't need to necessarily. Again, we we you are like we should make a shirt that says "Trust your audience." But I, like, yeah, I get that the faith was that like they'll just figure it out. They're friends and they have a really good friendship. 
but it's not like you couldn't tell when by the they dialogue were... of uh that's my boy key key right, is my that, boy. that was very right. like oh but okay. that's the thing i don't yeah. understand is it's like yeah you said that at the very end but the rest of the movie he did nothing but that's... like basically fuck him Bingo. over so how are they friends like Bingo. i don't get this at all i mean it wasn't um, yeah it wasn't telegraphed if that was the intent what it no. does feel doug i think to your point it, this does definitely feel like a movie that suffered from a lot of script changes yes. and they just either they either couldn't go back and reshoot everything they wanted or they didn't care or they just worked with what they had and it, right. it's fine i get it like everybody gets there oh, yeah. but like yeah. it, it was very it was a little bit more choppy than it needed to be yeah and i feel like this is a um i feel like there's another i don't want to say another cut of this but i think that I think, you know, I mean, a lot of this was digitally rendered, which we all know is expensive. So like it could be that it could be that they just ran out of budget and then the studio next it because it was like, we're not even sure this is supposed to do that well. I mean, they didn't think it was going to make it past 20 million dollars in its opening weekend. So they were probably like, we're not shelling out more for this than we have to. So and let me be Captain Context for like a minute. Like this movie is captain context all the time this movie is literally like the fulcrum of the point in which disney took over fox yes and i feel like this movie in a sense is like you're seeing disney take over like the fox (laughs) studio in real time with this movie Uh Mm -hmm. to the point where the finale is ryan reynolds taking out captain america's shield and hulk's fist and anakin skywalker's lightsaber like Mm -hmm. all within 30 seconds which i was ecstatic about Mm -hmm. um but like you can just see the takeover in real time and at the end of the movie you're like this is a disney movie yes because i i I, one of the questions that i'm now i'm not usually a stickler for ratings right anything right but but one of the things that does me and doug had mentioned it was like is this rated R PG thirteen? We couldn't remember yes, one of the movie because we saw kids you. walking in, and kids were walking into the yes, theater. And Doug went yes. over. He was like, "Is it PG thirteen or is it rated R?" Yes. As the movie progresses, Ryan Reynolds drops at least three f bombs. He the the one with the goldfish That's is the like one. you cannot escape it if you're a parent. By the no, way, right like, in the face. It is it is directly in your face f bomb, and, and there were kids in front of me. And I was like, okay, <laughs> like, like, all right. But like, the, and the kids are with their parents, and like, I'm, you know, like, let your kids watch what they want. That's not the conversation I'm having. Right. I guess it's PG 13 has changed as yeah. to it feels yes. like it's changed a little bit more because this really felt close to a Deadpool movie, which is PG 13 or rated R. That's rated R. Deadpool's rated R. Dead, it, it, it did have the Deadpool vibe, everything except for like the violence. Yeah, I, yes, I, I, I mean, I agree. Because there were some suggestive things that were said in this movie that I did not think were suggestive, but maybe right. that's just me. Well, yeah. the cop, well, the cop, one of the things that felt <laughs> weird to me, the cop saying, someone's going to get shot. And to me, it just, that echoed a lot differently to me because I was like, I don't think your cop is supposed to say that shit. But <laughs> Officer that Johnny. <laughs> Officer Johnny. It was like, and I was just like, man, I don't, I don't think a cop is supposed to say that, but that could just could be my black senses tingling. But no, like, the, the way police are portrayed in this movie, I felt uncomfortable bad. with. I he was uncomfortable. They had a guy dressed as a cop, he was dressed as a cop, letting rounds off at strangers. It, it, yeah. Yeah. It, yeah. it that didn't feel good to me, but I also know no. I'm a little bit more sensitive to it over the no, place, no, Brian. But... Seriously, I, I understood that it was funny, but right. also when literally when the cop said somebody's gonna get shot, 
I didn't know if that was supposed to be funny or what, but I, I didn't know how to perceive that reaction because I was like, this didn't feel like that line should have been here. Yeah. It, yeah. I agree. Yeah. I agree. And then like <laughs> a cop as a bunny, like what? I didn't understand that whole shtick. Oh, that was just more like you can choose any outfit in the game. And okay, like yes, as admins, okay. they can okay. literally choose whatever they want. Probably, I can tell um, you that's how I interpreted it. That's and fair. I can tell you under that, guys, I don't know who kept who said like, <laughs> "Oh yeah, keep it's funny, keep having him call himself an apex predator." I was fucking over it like yeah. the second time he said yeah. it, and I was yeah. like, "If this is his catchphrase for the movie, I'm out." Like, well, then he said, do "Well, then he says, all. bunnies. All we do as bunnies is hunt and and destroy something like." And that's what another point where I was like, "I was like, is this PG thirteen again? <laughs> like, is this a furry yeah. thing, or is it like you know what I mean? Like, uh, like whatever." I mean, probably. Well, I thought F bombs. So I looked up the rating of this movie during the previews, by the way, because I was like, "We're getting R rated previews. What yeah. is happening?" Yeah, yeah. And I was like. This is PG thirteen, okay? And I thought you could only use one f bomb in a PG thirteen. That's what I thought the rule yeah. was. So yeah. when they popped up multiple times, I was like, I, "This, this is really skirting it. Like, this yeah. is really skirting it." And, the and again, aggressive too. Well, again, right? There's more violence than romance in it. So PG thirteen. Now, if Millie, like, if Millie and Guy if shared anything more than a passionate kiss, would be an R. Yeah, <laughs> immediately. If you'd seen a nipple, it would have been an R. Okay, okay. that's not exactly where I was going with that, but (laughs) or sack or gooch, whichever you're gonna get with the gooch will definitely get you a hard R. You want a gooch? You want an R? Show them the gooch. Um, (laughs) where I'm at with this, the sequel, guys, gooch. (laughs) No, no. (laughs) Um, I. All right, I'm. A, I'm gonna. I'm gonna. I'm gonna I, huge, like, yeah. I was like, I'm hey, let's talk everybody. about the MPA's weird standards, and yeah, then we end yeah. up right about the gooch. Yeah, Brian, don't try to legitimize this. The tape. Just twist it on it. Um, the tape. What, here's what I'm gonna say. I think that Ryan Reynolds did an outstanding job in the movie. Yeah. Okay. I, where's the butt? Here's the butt. I disagreed with the choice to make the NPC characters he was talking to not respond. And I said oh. this to movie in my I said this to yeah. Marcus when we were like riding back um, yeah. when he was dropping me off at my house after the movie. My issue, we had margaritas and fajitas before yeah, the movie. We had margaritas oh, and fajitas yeah. before oh, margaritas and fajitas. Um my issue with this is like I felt like he was very quippy. He was very like, oh, yeah. you know, let me deliver you a one-liner. But the strength of Mar- like the, I believe that the strength of Ryan Reynolds comes from the quips in a conversation that is back and forth. Yeah. And it felt very like much like throughout this movie that he would say something like the whole line with the cats. Like when he says like, they don't have thumbs. Like they can't like close your fucking door. Mm-hmm. Like when he says that, that in and of itself is funny. But you didn't, it, you didn't see her side of it. It was essentially... This yeah. felt very, we're going to put Ryan Reynolds in an environment where he's yes. just going to generate yes. catchphrases for yes. us that people can repeat after they've seen the movie. Yeah. And that well, bugged me because I was just kind of over it. I was like, I don't, I don't need another catchphrase movie. Like we've kind of moved away from that anyway. Um, so why did we do it here? Um, it just kind of, it, it didn't bother me and it's not to like take away from his, 
Um, it's not to take away from his performance. I think he did a good job. It's just, it was one of those things that kept sticking throughout me throughout this, the whole movie. And maybe it's that uncanny Valley thing. Like I felt a hard time connecting because I was like, he's turning this out, but I'm not seeing the reality of these other people interact with him. But minus, you know, Molotov girl and buddy, it was just one of those connect. And that's just for me. So I don't expect other people to have that same experience, but like, it just felt very, all right, go on quip generator. Oh, yeah. There's another one. No, you bring up a good point. And I'll, I'll say this little rel like carried that for me. Oh, I didn't yeah. care because every interaction he had, I was like, this is nice. Like yeah. these two guys, these two guys, I didn't and care. That moment in his That's apartment, point, where he's though. like, in that moment, in when they're in the apartment, he says like, "I don't care about that because this matters." Yeah, like fuck yeah, that's a that good, good like that was a good that was moment. Good. I, and I I loved that moment so much because as someone that like really went into video games hard, like in middle school and high school, like one of the biggest critiques is like people were always just like, "That's not real. You're just wasting your time." And like. Mm-hmm. The experiences I had with other people staying up late playing like Nintendo 64 Goldeneye and then me going to grad school and like I was super poor in grad school and the only thing I had was my Xbox 360 Uh and Call of Duty and I would link up with people online. Uh, Shout out to Justin Valenstein, my fraternity brother, who was like, hey, do you play Call of Duty? And I was like, yeah. And like we would talk for hours. We would talk for hours playing Call of Duty and like none of it mattered right but like what mattered was the connection we had and i i cherish that because like being a poor grad student i i couldn't go out and do a lot but i could go talk to my friend justin and we could share experiences and stuff like that and so that really connected with me that they were able to verbalize that in such a beautiful way i just i just wanted to say that that really connected with me no that's a cool moment and i brian i i 100 percent agree of those like moments playing with other people like that's that's a huge part of it and i think that's a fantastic point that you made um and that's why i think that that moment in his apartment is so like special is because it's really the highlight of that that this isn't just a game um i do want to pivot us to talk about taika watiti um and i'm going to start it off by saying that like navy uh denim fucking duster god damn it i want want someone to purchase that for me and i'm going to wear it around town because that fucking jacket made my day i went out of my way in the movie i looked at marcus i said i want that fucking jacket he was like really i'm like yeah i want i fucking i want i could pull that shit and and then when the second jacket came in he was like I don't like that jacket as much. I want the first one. And I was like, what the fuck? Like, yeah, what, welcome, do you want to, what do you want to do? Welcome to oh fashion my God. black and white. I'm here to talk about the jackets. <laughs> no, his, no whoever did costuming for him on yeah. the spot. Yeah. You were yeah. you were fantastic. Jeans and, uh, will his, look like Nike sneakers. Um, yeah. jo- jogger jeans will <laughs> those look like. Definitely Balenciagas. Like, yeah, those were nice sneakers yeah. with a, like a hoodie and then that fucking duster on top. Yeah. Sign me the fuck up. I don't know where you get that, but I'm here for it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, what the? All right. Anyways, uh, here, here's what I'll say. I do like the idea of when he has this moment at the coffee shop, right? Mm-hmm. And he's like, you know what? Today, I want to do a cappuccino. Right. And he says that, and the barista's like, um, no, you got to get your normal. The moment that happens after that, mm-hmm. when she looks at the cappuccino thing, and she's like, cappuccino? Yeah. And then later on, it's referenced that, yeah, they had one of the baristas who taught herself how to make cappuccinos. Yeah. 
like when and and then when at the bank robbery when he was talking to the lady who wrote a memoir about yeah, right. you know gender roles and everything like that i enjoyed that I enjoyed yeah. that callback to show the evolution of certain characters. While yes. it took Buddy a minute to evolve and get out of his own, you know, get he was really stuck in his ways and like, this is what we do. This is how things are. Mm -hmm. It took him a little bit more time. For others, some had immediate turnarounds right. where they, when they had these interactions. And that is something that I liked and once again felt like could have been more of a center point for this movie. Yeah. And while we're at the bed, I, I just feel like it was just too many plot lines going on because you have key mm -hmm. and and key yeah, and really. versus thank you key and millie versus takita wakiti then you have yeah. guy versus this entire game technically versus yeah. takita wakiti um and then you have it's just and then you have buddy and guy trying to figure out their relationship as but as yeah. guys evolving buddy is not and then you have key and millie like i'm not supposed to be talking to you but then he continues to talk to her after that like 24 7 so fuck that nda right <laughs> and, there, and there's like so many moments and it's like okay let's pick one yeah let's, let's pick one or two and do those very well i feel like we could have discovered the parallel between mm -hmm. buddy and guy and millie and key and without even getting to the part where Guy likes Millie, like there could have been another thing that activated well. like Guy's emotions. And I feel okay. So if if we're do if we're gonna do some like backseat driving here, I yeah. didn't understand. I so the reboot sequence, which was a solid probably five to ten minute sequence uh -huh. of like, oh, Guy is ruining the game, and they're like, why don't we reboot? And they're like, yeah, let's reboot, and it's like this huge thing. Yes. It's it's it works. is. I think it's supposed to be like the crux of the second act. Mm -hmm. I think. It's yeah. The, yeah. I mean, it's the it's the build up to the second act, and and like it doesn't work for me. That no, part no. of the movie did not work for me because I was because because the, then after that it's like we have to help guy remember, and I'm like I. I it was a whole you made me re I think that was the moment that I took a shit. <laughs> I, I think that that was the moment because I was like, wait a minute. There's more to this story because I was literally I felt every two hour, 30 minutes of this yeah. because it was it was like there there came a moment. I was like, OK, we're almost done with this. Like I we're mean, almost finished. And yeah. it was just enough story for me to enjoy it. And they're then they're like, well, guy, now we got to remind guy who he is. And I'm like. No, fuck that. Like, no, I, I don't really. I, that's where that. I audibly in the theater went, fuck this movie. Like, I just was <laughs> so exhausted <laughs> by the like, we got to make need this it. motherfucker remember. It, you didn't need it. You like, understand you how code works? Doing well, a fucking reboot isn't going to delete his code. It's not like you'd have well, they to, had to explain the that. Down. They had to explain that. And that was the other thing is during the entire movie, they're explaining certain things that are gaming things for those yes. of us that just don't understand right. it. Right. So then you have the, I think what makes it too much, what yes. makes that part too much is yes. you have to explain that and why the reflection in the, right. in the fucking things matter oh, and why yeah. this is a thing. And it's like, because you have to explain it, it's not the plot. It's the amount of context I need in yeah. order to fully understand why this fucking matters. And you know what? Like you could have cut this 10 minutes of the build up, the reboot after yes. the reboot, because here's the thing. Like when you're telling a story, it, right you got to have consequences. That's one of yes. the things that pushes our characters yes. to the next phase or growth or, or whatever. And this just didn't add anything to the characters. I would have forgiven this if like keys would have like, 
I don't know. He's like, oh my gosh, this is the this is awful. I know how much it means to Millie. And we saw him go out of his way to like make things good with Millie or like mm-hmm. it pushes him to do something. Like it has a consequence or it shoves him to growth, even though everything's gonna be okay, right? Like those are the things we enjoy in stories. Nobody has any no. growth. Nobody no. learns from this. Nobody is changed by this. It's literally no. like a speed bump in the story for some reason. I don't know why. And I would love context for this. And maybe there's something I'm missing, but quite literally it's a 10 minute speed bump. To the point of Ryan Reynolds being like, they didn't turn off reflections, which you can still talk about and still move on with your story. So yeah. I, that was, that was like, a, I'm not going to say a low point. That was the point I enjoyed the least. Cause I was like, I, we don't need this. Like, well, trust and, your and, the, and the over explanation as to why he was clicking his blinds up and down. Like I yeah. get that they wanted to slide that little piece in there. But it was it it wasn't something that I noticed until they made me notice it. Right. And that's what made it a problem. Well, and I yeah, think the other it, thing it, that hugs me about it is like you talk about consequences, Brian. Like, and I think that that's what makes like the the villain in this like so frustrating is because he's such a dipshit. Like it's it's I mean, not yeah. he's such he's such an aloof like character that doesn't matter because no like game developer in their right mind is going to so go yeah wipe all the data like do you know like Brian you used to work in like video game reporting do you yes. know the outcry from players who maybe bought skins oh, yeah. or invested money if you just said uh, by the way i'm fucking erasing it all yeah no, it was, like, yeah. And this almost happened, by the way um, what? this 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 particular situation is actually very reminiscent of cyberpunk uh if you're oh, familiar yeah. with that game it was shipped unfinished, and then some of like the skins, they wouldn't show up. Like right. they just it wouldn't materialize because mm-hmm. the game was so buggy. It's not a one to one situation, but like no, but it's similar. It's very similar in the idea that like, hey, I earned this thing in the game, and I want to wear it, and it's not here. That mm-hmm. would that That's would that would take over Twitter for a week. Yeah, well, <laughs> and the and- fact that that game shut down twice in one day. Oh yeah. That they, would... You're talking about a major stream. If this game is as big as they say it is, that game shut down twice and had glitches and nobody yes. even batted a fucking yes. eye. Right. Yes. Well, and just the amount of time it would have taken to after doing a hard reset like that to rewrite some of that code to like fix. I mean, there's just parts of this where it's like, OK, I get it. Like, we're not supposed to go that in the depth and it's very critiquey, but it's like right. there's this movie is two and a half hours with no concept of time like is right. this is this two days that's a is good this, point is that's this a very a good week? point is this a month like there are moments Great where point, okay actually. it's night during the game but it's daytime when you f- switch back like where the fuck and when the fuck am i in the relation to everything going on and it's not like crucial but it is yeah. one of those moments where it's like well how much time has gone by because all we really know is he dies mm-hmm. and it's a different pair of shades that is the only thing that keeps like some type yeah. of timeline as to like oh yeah. he must have died because he got a new pair of glasses right yeah 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 i i again it's, I, it's very critique it's very nitpicky but it's one I, of those things of like i think Again, I, I don't expect them to dive hard into like code or answer those questions, right. but I would like them to shed some light on like just a couple of those things. Like, you know what I mean? Like, I'd like you to shed a little bit of light on the like how much time has gone by. Yeah. Um, because but you I have think to spend that time relevant. 
you have to spend but, that time explaining context as to like terms and why things matter, like reflection. Right. And, I mean, but but at the same time, I didn't care about any of that because Ryan Reynolds was being the was being the catchphrase machine, right? Uh, right. Like you make yeah. a great point that like he's doing that so well, you're not thinking about like you don't wait it. exactly how's time working mm-hmm. here because he has this much time X Y Z. Right. I, I feel like these two are running parallel to each other. Right. Um, yeah. Yeah. And again, and I, that doesn't bash anybody's performance or anything. But yes, you're exactly right. But Brian, if he was trying to deliver like quality content and exposition, this movie would have felt a lot longer. But because yeah. he's a, a one man quit machine, like it didn't matter. Well, and yeah, I agree. And Taki Watiti, I I'm going to just say this. I feel like that part was miscast. I enjoy him. I enjoy him. I would love to have him on the show. I just, I well, felt we like, ain't having him now. Well, I mean, I'd <laughs> maybe. <It's over>. Um, <laughs> I just, I, I want to know what the casting process for this was because some of it just felt really forced at times, and I don't know if that was script or him, but I think that Ryan Reynolds and Takita because they were in Green, because they were in Green Lantern together. I think that they have a relationship where you appear in my movie. Maybe I'll that's another set movie. of couples. Like, you know what I'm saying? Even they did the Korg and Deadpool thing. Those yeah, two are true. friends in real life. Like, true. you needed somebody for this role, and it just that's felt fair. like this is a guy who works for Disney, Marvel. Yeah. Let's just bring him on and yeah. like have this role. Yeah. And Taika, yeah. real quick, if you are looking to start mm-hmm. up another Thruple squad, no, what you the can fuck? Find, Are you, you know about to sign us on something? You know Wait, how to get in touch Brian. with me. I don't want to <laughs> sign Brian or Marcus up for this at all. But if you need, you know, a third or someone to 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 change out uh, towels, does Brittany know you're doing this? You yeah, I'm gonna say. I mean, I'm not doing anything illicit. I'm just offering. Do you know what happened in a thruple? I'm not worried about it. I'll figure it out yeah, along okay. the way. Yeah. I just want to. I want. I want us to make a series yeah. of shirts that says I'm a part of Tyka's Thruple Squad, like a Thruple Squad shirt. And so and I just wanted him to know that we are pull, we're pull, we're putting those out, and he's more Actually, welcome. If all on. three of us joined his Thruple, at that point it's an orgy. No, it's a it's a there's a quad so, thing. Is happening. there a quad thing before? Oh, how many is it? Is it how many is it before we get to Thruple? I don't know. <laughs> I'm just saying four is quad, so I, I don't know. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um, sign, up, sign up for the Patreon as we figure this out together. Yeah, sign up for the Patreon <laughs> to get early access to. Uh, I'm a I'm a I'm a Thruple member with a picture of Taika Waititi on it. Jesus. Yep. Man. There you go, gentlemen. What are some other things about this particular movie that you all enjoyed or didn't enjoy? Just any final thoughts that you might have. I think it's uh, if if I have to make a decision. Let me say this first. I think that I have found the first movie I would have rather streamed at home. Oh, I think I think that I this. would have I I think that I yes. would have enjoyed this movie in in the presence of my own crib. Yes. I think going to the movies and investing this time into it, I I just being home, I would have been able to pause it, kind of like take it in at my own pace and enjoy Ryan Reynolds as much as I would like to in a theater. You're kind of constricted. Like it's like you paid money. You don't really move. Nobody really talks or anything like that at home. I could point out shit that I see like, Oh, what video game is that from? Well, let me pause and like see some of the references I can look on my phone. And like, I do think that I found the first movie that I would have rather streamed at home. 
Um, and that's just kind of where I am. It's not a bad movie. It's it's you know, as my friend Z would say, not bad, not great. So like <laughs> it's like it, it's not, not a great, bad movie. In fact, I think that I would watch it. I'd watch it again. Like I would watch player ready player one in space jam to kind of see the shit that I missed. And I love Ryan Reynolds, but I rather, I rather would have streamed this at home. Okay, fair. In case anybody's curious, a quad is a relationship involving four people. There it is. A common example is when two polyamorous couples meet and, and each person <sighs> begins dating one person from the other couple. Okay. There is also something called a full quad, which is a, is full a work quad. Consists of four people with each romantically or sexually involved with every other member. So there you go. Nice. That's what's okay. one more than a thruple. Brian, what were your thoughts on the movie? I can pivot, I can pivot all over this. Shit. I still want answers to how many how many does it take to get an orgy? I, 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 here's the thing. I <laughs> I I agree with Marcus. I yeah. I'll be I'll be totally honest. I'm gonna be candid here. I love theaters. I also think we need to find a way to support theaters that need it and also get a streaming option because yes, this yes. movie, if I was not on this podcast, I would have not seen this in a theater at, at all. Uh, I did it because I enjoy doing the podcast and I, I, I did want to see it. Did I right. want to see it in a theater? Not necessarily. No. Um, mm -hmm. And I feel like, and like I, I had a commitment to a podcast. So if that's my mindset, yeah. how are other people feeling about this? And I feel like that's reflective in the 28 million opening for a movie. That's an original IP. It's not based on anything on a ride. It's not a sequel. Right. It's not in the universe. And it's 28 million. And that yeah. is that really worth it to, to like, I guess I'm just talking to the studios now. Like, is that worth it? Cause it's yeah. not to me like you, could put this on streaming and get 70% of the revenue instead of splitting it with theaters at this point. And so I don't know what the right answer is, but what I do know is that I, I went to the theater and I was like, I would, I would like to be at home to watch this one. Mm. Um, and I know yeah. that, that that comment now makes it seem like we're trending towards this future where like, we're going to the Disney Plex to only see the sequels in universe. Everything is relegated to streaming. And that's right. a different conversation we can have. But Marcus, I absolutely feel the same way. I didn't Thank really you. feel theater for this. Yeah, Ooh. I I agree with the I agree with the both of you. I think I think that this is I would have rather seen this at home. Um, it would have been easier. It probably and, and again to Marcus's point, I think this would have been more enjoyable to be able to start and stop and kind yeah. of be able to track some of these deeper things mm -hmm. yeah. um, than anything else. So, and, and much like Brian said, I, I, I didn't, I didn't, I, I saw it. I'm excited that I'm, I'm glad I saw it. Like, I don't, I don't regret anything. And oh, no, um, mm -hmm. it, it, it was, it was fun. It was, I mean, certainly like we're talking about it. So it was entertaining, yeah. um, but it was one of those moments where like, I it's just kind of like, Oh, okay. So this is a thing like and I'll and I'll also put it this way, Brian, if I had seen it by itself, I probably wouldn't have enjoyed it. But the fact that I was there with Marcus and he and I could sure. turn to each other and be like, the fuck is going on? Yeah. Like, it made it 
Yeah. Like, this is a movie that I feel like I could watch at home with a yeah. group of friends and have a beer or margarita yeah. um, and, and, and enjoy fajitas. and a fajita and enjoy my life. Um, um, but yeah, so I think it's I think it's good. I think a lot of the acting in it is really well done. But overall, I think this would have been more enjoyable well, at home. And I feel like we we also need to put in here is that Ryan Reynolds was out there promoting this like it's only in theaters. Mm -hmm. So mm -hmm. Disney is definitely trying to figure out what they can get in the theater and what can go to streaming. And yeah. I'm just going to say, I don't think 28 million is going to move the marker for you. I know they're going to look at like the drop off to next weekend, but. I just I don't see it. I I don't see how we can only do only theater releases. No at this hell point. no. I, I my, just don't see it. My well, thing I, is, I think that oh well, go ahead, Doug. Sorry. Oh, I, I mean, all I was gonna say is, I think if you're eventually gonna move to a model like we're seeing, where it's like it's in a theater and then 45 days later you can rent it, rent it at home, yeah, or purchase it or what have you. I'm fine with that, but I do think then someone's going to have to figure out how to track this fucking mm -hmm. information better because yeah. okay, there is yeah. no way, yeah. you know, and we've talked about this before on this podcast. I mean, there's no way you should be one counting like seconds that somebody was watching something. Cause I don't have a, a calculator to do that math. Right. And two, there's no reason why <laughs> there's no reason why you need to, you can't understand how much it made. Like, well, that's you're either over simp you're either well, overcomplicating it or there's something you're missing because it's how many how many purchases did you have like that's all you really need to know i feel like yeah i i feel like Ryan Reynolds his his concern is being able to sell an original ip right. just based off that tweet his thing yeah. is not it i don't you know and what really sold this movie i think for a lot of people is the story. Mm -hmm. I think it, it's yeah. the story. You've never heard anything like this before. People yeah. love, we live in the age of video games and the age of technology yeah. and stuff like that, right? So Ryan Reynolds' concern is, I want to be able to sell to Disney and sell this original IP. <laughs> it made the money it was supposed to. Mm -hmm. yep. I could give a fuck about what happens next. Ryan Reynolds wants to make a good family. I think that that's his thing. Deadpool he wants to make movies that are fun to him. Yeah, I really yeah. don't think he's in it for like winning awards and shit like no, that. No, he really just wants to make. Which I commend you. Yeah, no all kidding. award chasing and shit like that. That's I, I don't really give a fuck about awards. If you care about a role enough to invest into it, like he's doing with Deadpool, he carries a fucking suit around. Free guy. He really invested into this, and he mm -hmm. can market the shit out of everything, right? Oh, him and I feel like him and The Rock, if they ever like, oh, if they're ever headlining yeah. a movie together, is gonna be sell. everywhere. It'll sell because yeah. those two fuckers are just good at what they do, right? right? Um, and I think that the idea of this movie, because in the trailers they didn't give you a lot of information. They said mm -hmm. this guy likes this girl, and he's willing to do whatever, and he's gonna be stupid. He's gonna go Google Gaga for her, and that's fine. And everybody sold that. When you get into the theater, though, there are yeah. things that you can. Excuse me. There are things that you can fix in order to really take this movie and it's the idea of this movie to the next level. There's some things you can get rid of. There's some things that you can add mm -hmm. and yep. to make it a better movie. And that's what I want. I, I like the movie. Right. I, I liked yeah. it. I enjoyed it for what it is. Mm -hmm. um, but I would have enjoyed it a lot better and would have received it a lot better in the comfort of my own home. 
and y'all just need to figure out a way to give give me an option and figure out a way to count the shits. Like, yes, if we are living in this era. Y'all did this shit. We got to the <laughs> table. Like, we didn't ask y'all to do this. Y'all did it. Y'all came out with right. 15 million streaming yeah. services and didn't offer a way to properly calculate who's winning. This is right. why nobody wants to go to streaming. It's part of the reason I believe Scarlett Johansson is pissed the fuck off because all those yeah. streaming numbers are missed opportunities to yeah. make some fucking yeah. guala. Yes. Well, not even that. It's it's career security. Yeah. Right? Like how the likelihood that you get cast in the next big budget movie based on how you did in the last one. Like that matters. And if it you does. can't accurately report accurately report that, you well, you're basically saying, like, well, your ability to judge whether or not this person sells well, because yes. let's be honest, that's what that's what box office numbers are reporting. It's right. not reporting how good a movie is, mm -mm. it's how well did those actors or actresses sell to a large audience. How and much am I willing to pay to go watch James like Dwayne the Rock Johnson and Emily Blunt? at a theater ride down yeah. a riverboat in the amazon i'm willing to pay twelve dollars plus eight dollars for popcorn how much money am i willing to spend for free guy like it's that type of stuff mm -hmm. it's and going experience and i think i feel like i just th there's a lot of folks on twitter too who are like oh man it made 28 million that, that, that smashes the suicide squad it's like you're comparing sure. apples to oranges here, folks. Like you do right. not sound as smart as you think you do mm -hmm. because <laughs> the Suicide Squad is on a service that gets fifteen dollars a month from all of their subscribers, mm -hmm. which last I checked was like in the millions. Mm -hmm. So how do you even like, how do you square that circle of what did better than another? Like I just, it's very hard for me to even get to that point of like and i agree yeah. we just we need a way to actually count this and mm -hmm. yeah disney I, I you need disney you need a lower tiers because that's 30 dollars <laughs> for a movie getting released on your shit and that's the only option is not gonna cut it well, like if you had yeah, free guy that was available on disney plus for ten dollars twelve dollars oh that would be something that you would have more people willing to pay like I'm not paying $30 to watch free guy. I'm sorry. But if you're no. telling me, Hey, 12 to $15, you may not be able to keep it, but you'll unlock it for a week and it'll lock back up. I guess I'd be curious what the river cruise, um, jungle, I, cruise? Be, jungle cruise. Thank you. I'd be curious to see what the numbers were for jungle cruise to see if people paid it for the, like, cause that I think that and Raya and the last dragon are like original things that mm -hmm. were on that service. I think everything else was a soul. I take it back. No soul. Again, just went soul didn't have a pay window. Yeah. Soul didn't have a pay. Oh it didn't have a and neither did so, Luca and Luca and people were pissed because Luca yeah. was, it did yeah. not have a paywall and it did not go to, it didn't go to the theaters and yeah. gun to my head and gun to my head. Soul is deeply the people who did soul should be absolutely fucking furious. Because I, I that is a, yeah. I get quality it. movie that yeah, plucks at just about every heartstring and yep. gets me close to like that existential moment at the end is huge. And to do it in a kid's movie in a way in which yeah. it's easy to understand and try and comprehend is just it again. Y'all gotta do better. They're gonna have to figure out, like you said, Brian, <laughs> they're gonna have to figure out yeah. how do you do this. Um, because I, I think know. even even when, and I'm saying this with every 
amount of heart and hope in my voice, even when we don't have to be scared to go back to a theater, yeah. people yeah. are still going to want to stay at home. That's there true. are still going to be oh, people yeah. who want, want the option to stay, who want the option to stay at well, home and watch them because people have set their shit up. You come to my crib. If anybody yeah. comes to my fucking house, I have Govi lights. I have a whole mood. Oh, yeah. I set this a whole, whole, a whole fucking well, thing. And people did that because we had to stay home for 18 months. So and I, I have a quality up. sound bar. You like you got the lights, I, you know, we I mean, set up our own theater and made it comfortable and was like, wait a minute. Yes. I could do this shit from my house. Yes. Mm-hmm. So then it, it depends on the movie. Black Widow had to be experienced in the theater. I, I never enjoyed it at home. If Godfrey guy had to be experienced at home and I would not have enjoyed it in the theater. I'm sorry. It was well, great. And, but if there were the graphics and the sound effects didn't offer me anything right. to be like, well, what am I really here for besides the big ass screen and the, and the movie going experience? Well, and I think I think the other thing, too, here is that, that I mean, people paid the 30 bucks, like myself included, mm-hmm. for some of those Disney mm-hmm. movies. Mm-hmm. So they know people will do well, this. Do it. But to your point, Marcus, what is what is the point of, of like the price differential? Like, OK, if we did 20 bucks, we're going to make more money than splitting it with theaters. Mm-hmm. That has to be the calculation mm-hmm. happening right now. And like not to get too in the weeds here. But I think we're going to see some movement here in September. Like, I think there's going to be stuff either going both theater and streaming or we're going to see stuff push. That's already happened with Venom. And I'm just I I feel like that's the break point is like beginning of September where you'll see all these announcements. I think that that's why Spider-Man 3. This is just my own kind of I'm going crazy. But I think that's why Spider-Man 3 keeps getting pushed back and you're not hearing anything yet because Disney is fucking terrified that the Delta variant is getting worse. Well, it's getting worse, and they're gonna have to do what they did with Black Widow, and gonna keep pushing, either keep pushing Spider Man back, or they're gonna have to release solely on Disney Plus, and they do don't want to do that. They cannot well, and, and, do it. And I will say this: I think for larger corporations like Disney and like Sony and like others, the pandemic hurt worse than they thought it was. Hell yeah! And I say that because if you look at prices and again, I'm living in a Disney world because we are still as of right now, um, planning a trip in January. Um, we are, My lights there are like, we are seeing prices for things that were normally over time, like go out to like exorbitant amounts just to participate in those experiences at their theme park stuff. So I think there's a lot of like, inflationary where we are now we're paying for january of last of this year Mm -hmm. we're paying for it now because they're trying to make up for what they did back then and i think eventually it will come back down again and level out when they feel like they've made it back up but i think that there's i think we are we talked a lot we as a country we talked a lot about the supply chain um being impacted and things being more expensive than they are i think we are now starting to see our entertainment take some of that same price tag inflationary increase as well and for any folks that follow disney exactly what doug said i mean there's Mm -hmm. stuff so they do a christmas show they've reduced the number of dates and they've raised the prices they're getting rid of fast passes uh i I don't know if anyone asking for the star wars but it's basically $2,500 a person for two nights. Yeah. So 
the proof is in the pudding. They're they're trying to squeeze folks right now yeah. to make and up over for those time, losses. I that, agree. That that Christmas thing, like I saw that like how the prices have raised over the course of the past like five years. Yep. That like after hours Christmas thing used to be like it was an additional hundred bucks. And when you go to Disney, you plan on spending a little bit more anyway. But mm. now it's two hundred and fifty dollars mm. per person. What what average family can afford that? That's, no, I guess my average. question. Exactly. I don't think that's my family. <laughs> no, <laughs> right it's now. absolutely not my <laughs> family. I tell you that. And so that's that's where like I kind of look at that and say like I'm those people who are going to buy that are paying for the fact that they couldn't do one last year. They're yeah. paying. They're there. This is it's the it's the tax. We're paying a COVID tax on everything now because that's where we are. And I'm not saying that's like, oh, we shouldn't have been closed or anything like that. I just think it's the reality of it, like with our yep. entertainment. Somebody, yep. somebody, somebody's got to the shit rolls downhill. Yeah. Somebody's <laughs> got to pay eventually. Like, yeah. and this is and this is what it is. Like, my mom used to always say, you can either pay me now or pay me later. But either way, you're going to you pay, won't pay me. me. Yeah. Right. And so I think it's we're just paying them later. And that's just kind of the unfortunate nature I, of it. I, one thing I, I know we're closing up and mm -hmm. we're getting in the weeds, but I just want to say the biggest moment in my theater was seeing Chris Evans on screen yeah, followed yeah, by was, me flipping out about a lightsaber in this movie. Did you yeah. get the same reaction in your theater? Oh, yeah, yeah we did. Yeah. 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 And that's a amazing. fun moment. Yeah, I thought it was fun. I especially liked Chris Evans because we've the last time we saw him was Captain America. So I did appreciate the whole like, yeah, him like, being, what the shit? Like, I thought that that was a, a genuinely good moment. And I think that Disney knows Disney is Disney, right? So it's right. like, it's yeah. like it knows we own these properties, right? Of course, we're mm -hmm. going to drop it in the movie. And it's like Chris Evans experiencing Disney do this shit, like without permission, like without whatever. And they're just like, wait a minute, nobody called me, nobody did anything. You know what I mean? Like, that was just a cool moment. Um, well, yeah. To see. And Ryan Reynolds can get these people. Brad Pitt was sure. the vanisher. He he yeah. was in and out in five minutes. Yeah. Apparently the same thing yeah. for Chris Evans. He shot his cameo in under 10 minutes and was yeah. out the door. So yeah, that makes really sense. fun to see that. For sure. Well, uh, maybe wait for this one to go to a streaming service. <laughs> Is that the consensus I'm getting everybody from here? In the last um, 30 minutes. Wait. It's, fun. It's, it's fun. Like it's a red box is still a thing. Um, yeah, exactly. If you get it on a, you can get it on a red box or maybe at your local blockbuster. Um, maybe those are the ways Jesus. in which you get this. Um, but gentlemen, what do you all have to plug this week? And I'm going to start with one Marcus J. Destin. Marcus, what do you have to plug this week? What up? Um, nothing much to promote. You know what I mean? The only thing I can promote is follow the mantra. Never offended. Always humble. That is the mantra. Things are getting busy. You know what I mean? And you just have to follow the mantra. It's, I'm telling you, it's the best way for you to make it through your day. It's the it's the only it's the only thing that matters. So follow the mantra, remain never offended, always humble. And what that really means is, y'all, it means being humble enough to take critiques and also knowing that nobody is too big. Okay. You gotta be humble. Be humble in your wins. You gotta be able to grow through the turmoil. Never offended. Always humble. Fantastic. Brian, what do you have to plug this week? Hello, everybody. I'm here to plug the Love Nerds. Make sure to go check out that site for all of your lifestyle blog needs. It, the fall is coming, and you're probably thinking, man, I need I need a costume or something. I don't know. But there's a ton of themed Halloween stuff that you can get there. You can go to the Etsy shop. That's also on there. Definitely recommend it. Go check it out. Uh, TheLoveNerds.com. Also, I'm going to plug my TikTok. Uh, Rogue Roush on TikTok. Uh, I, I answered a question for Doug. 
about a particular spaceship uh, regarding Star Wars Episode oh, wow. Two: Attack of the Clones. So you want to learn more about the Solar Sailor? Go check out my TikTok oh, account. Shit. Talk about Count Dooku. Uh, it's a good time. It's a good yeah. time. Oh, it's three thousand. Doug, what about you? Uh, what I have to plug is this podcast. Um, you know, we enjoy going to these movies that should be watched at home. But we shouldn't pay for it. Help us. Well, we do it for you. So help us pay for it <laughs> by me. potentially join by joining our Patreon. We got a whole different options tiers wise. Um, you get access to watch this live stream, which is really help great. Um, come grow with us as we continue to grow and develop. And also remember that as a uh, Patreon member, you get to decide mm. what movie, one movie a month, like what we get to watch. So do you want us to watch uh, Super Mario Brothers? You go ahead. Pay and you for may, it. You Get it on Patreon. Us. We'll do it. But you got to join that Patreon. We'll do it. We'll we'll we need to it. watch it so we can see Yoshi. Yeah, I'm very, I so badly want to watch this just and so King Marcus. Cooper. I almost want to invite Marcus to my home if we have to watch this because I want to watch his face in real time. Um, <laughs> I've never seen it and I don't want to watch it. That's fair. But, you but should seriously, pa Patty family, maybe that's the one you picked this month. Um, do it. Do it. Gentlemen. Do we it. have a we have a three step key to success here do at it. this particular podcast? And uh, Brian, do it. what is the first key? Do it. <laughs> no. The first key. No. no. The first key is Emperor Palpatine impressions. Welcome yeah. to the Emperor Palpatine impressions podcast. Uh, no, but read a book. Read a book, please. For the love yeah. of Pete, read a book. Any Again, book. we talked about how some of us are in education. It's busy time. If you're busy and you're using that as an excuse not to read, don't. Just don't. So get Audible. Get whatever audiobook service you can get and just listen to a book, even if it's only for like 20 minutes, 10 minutes a day. True. I guarantee you, your life will be better. You're going to get your brain on a different track. What you can you learn wish? about something. Your life will be better for it. Please read a book. Read a book. Marcus, we have a second key to success. Marcus, what is that second key? The second key to success is drink some goddamn water. Dude. Listen, you gotta you gotta drink that water. That's very <laughs> that's very important. You know what I mean? Uh, it's good for the skin, good for hydration. As the heat decreases and the cooler breeze comes in, um, you know there's there's a relation between water, your water intake, and the smells you emit. OK, um, you are what you drink. So if all you drinking is, is soda and, and that's all you drinking, then your piss is electrified. And I'm pretty sure that that's not hydration and you need to be hydrated. OK, so just drink some goddamn water. Nobody wants to be a butterscotch soda. So don't become one. Drink some water. <laughs> it's fine. Whatever. That's <laughs> fine. The third step to success is just First to of all, I deserve that goddamn wash your ass. Just to wash your ass, whatever. Look, y'all, we everybody's gonna be returning to school, or we're gonna I'm get into the podcast. Do not bring summer with you into fall. Please. Do not bring your summer stench with you as you start the new school year, whether as a student or whether as a teacher. And just wash your ass, get some soap, get a loofah, get wow. a get a like a washcloth whatever it is and just get up there and scrub and get everything nice and cleaned out so that way you can be uh re-entered in society in the best way possible and stop trying to just put cologne over over the stench 
And stop, it. stop trying to put axe over it and trying We're to forbreed yourself it. down. It that stuff only lasts so long. No. Shit smells like shit even when you wrap it in a bow. If you didn't know, I mean, and it just it's gonna become a snowball of axe, <laughs> like like oh. dirt, mud, and your ass, and it's just not worth it. So just walk away. Just That's walk terrible. away from that. Don't do that at all. Gentlemen, this has been our week's podcast. We thank all of you for joining us this week. We will be back next week with a news episode, which we haven't given y'all in a little while. Oh, oh, we're going to get get your gators on because we're going in the weeds. Oh, yeah. For your waiters, Um, not your gators. I'm tired. I don't know what fucking gators are. So um, get your, you heard it here. Get your gators because we're going into the weeds, everybody. We're going to play the gators. We'll be back next week um, with a news episode. But in the meantime, stay safe, stay healthy. And put we love y'all. We on. appreciate y'all. And get your gators on. <laughs> Peace. Go Gators. <laughs>